Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? And we're back with another episode of What is the Point? And yes, Heather does have to use the restroom, but we are going to power <laughs> through so this episode. I One of my favorite things to do when I start a What is the Point episode oh is to make sure that no one is ready when we start. People are still sitting down, yeah, adjusting I'm, mics. I'm not it does not matter. Have a piece um, of later because we want to be raw and authentic oh and God. vulnerable. Those are all buzzwords. Intentional with our time here. And, uh, you know, I just, I love to keep everybody on their toes. So of course we've got Heather. What's up guys? On a scale one to 10, <laughs> what's the odds that you're going to leave halfway through this podcast? To use no, the restroom? I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. But this may be a 15 minute podcast. We have not decided yet. Uh, and of course we've got Will Maxwell over here. What's up? If, 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 if you've not seen that. No, we can talk about everybody it has. I just don't like it. Oh, the the fake air horn, <laughs> yes. like the DJ. <laughs> can we add the real one in there? No. Okay, that's that would be way too much work. You think we so? do not edit these I podcasts? Mean, we don't. We don't. We really want to take that. I I'm trying to think of the last one we ever edited. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And I'm over it's here impressive. giving you like, hey, let's edit it, like, because yeah. you're going to be the one that has to do it. So it, I, it's no problem at all. That's why we won't take it. It's no problem at all. There's no way I'm editing. It's so that. simple. Like if you you said it, you gotta live with it. Okay. So if anybody has care. a passion for editing podcasts, just <laughs> we got an opportunity. <laughs> Hit us up at Gosh. what is up? No, no, unbelievable, unbelievable. But um, what what are we talking about, guys? Oh, uh, man, I, I want to talk about like these gas prices. No, I w- hey, hey, I will say this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And can I can I say this gas no. is not the same. It's not that it doesn't last what, as what's, long. What's what, what what's <laughs> the thing of like the last time I paid one thirty nine for gas was at Taco Bell. <laughs> oh my gosh! I've not heard that. You heard that? No. It's so good. Send no, this help. gas hey, you can step it. on. It's it's you stretched. It. It's not Somebody the same. Somebody help me. It's not the same. It's not the same. It doesn't last. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, no, I will say this. Okay, sometimes my best. Well, I wouldn't say my best ideas, but ideas come at in the middle of the night when I'm scrolling on TikTok. And honestly, no, no, seriously, there no, was a I guy agree. who there's a guy who posted, and um, it struck me, and I just felt like, hey, like honestly, let's talk about it, right? And he posed this question. It says, like, do you ever feel like life is just happening and you aren't really living it? Mm-hmm. And um, late night infomercial. Yeah, I was like, man, yeah. Like, I think that there, even if we are living our life, like, I think that there's a part of us that would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're living a full, crazy, awesome life, you know, uh, you're living in a van and traveling <laughs> the world, you're, you know, a million different things. Even if you've got a great career, even if you've got a great friend group, even if you've got a platform, even if you've got all these different things, there's still a piece of you that's like, oh, I just feel like life's just happening and mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting past by. Like t- time doesn't slow down. It doesn't move in reverse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- kind of the, I wanted to title this one, um, like, can I do that? That's it? what I wanted to title it. You're editing. editing it, can I? So. You're editing it. You're, <laughs> you're in charge. Can I do that? <laughs> you can. Like, Nate, we'll yeah. allow it. I want it. Yeah, because I'm. I think that a lot of times we ask ourselves that question. Like, can I do that? Yeah. 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 
Yes. And so well, one of the things that just came to my mind when I, when I looked at that, when I look at like life just happening and you aren't really living it, I thought of two things. I thought of spectator and I thought of a player. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who's just in the stands watching something happen. And then I think of another person who's like in the game doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to kind of talk about those things. So really what's the difference between a spectator and a player when it comes to life? I understand it in a game setting, mm-hmm. but what does that look like in a life setting? Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to me and, and I think it can be said very succinctly. That's hard. Um, but a spectator kind of just watches how things play out. Um, life's kind of happening to them. Things happen to them. Um, not really designing the life right to stick to that theme that we've kind of been on, but um, yeah, spectators just kind of are exactly that. They're watching what happens, maybe responding that way and not being super proactive, um, learning from what kind of the players are doing, right? Because the players are exactly what you said. They're the ones that are out there kind of making it happen, designing the life that, that they want to live. Um, and, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this. I think there's a time and a place for both. But um, again, just to kind of, you know, start with what, what are we talking about? I would say that's a, um, kind of the way I look at it. I immediately, when I got this question, I immediately thought of like fantasy football. Like I, <laughs> I am the biggest spectator and I am just yelling at everybody. Throw him the ball. You better just do it. Like, why aren't you doing this? But if I win, oh, it's not a thing. It's we won. Like we, totally. yeah. we did this. Like I was out there, played a huge role. I made yeah. the right adjustments. You I were the, the half time. I was the 12th man. I, we, yeah. this is a we thing. And I think a lot of people are, I think a lot of spectators are, are, feel like that like unless you're in the game you're not in the game mm-hmm. and they feel like they're a part of the game they go out okay we won we won we won but you're you, you weren't a player in it you didn't make the sacrifices necessary to do it so when I think spectator player uh there's just a, a bird's eye view and then there's being in the middle of it mm-hmm. and I know we'll unpack a lot more later but yeah just like what Heather said like this is defining that that's immediately what I think about there. Yeah. Fancy football. My wife, Mel, uses that we thing a lot, too. Like, what? we should mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we should get a haircut. Don't you yeah. think? I'm like, you getting there? No, we should, no. though. Speaking, speaking like, French. We speaking French. You. This is a one-person job. Yeah. You think We don't have two mowers here. We both get... You want to help me push? What do you want to do here? Um, Cheer you on. But no, when I think about it in a life setting, um, there, there's kind of... I think this story will help. There's a story of like a professor who goes into a room. Okay, they're it's college kids. They're senior year, uh, about to graduate and really step into the real world for the first time. And he goes and he asks everybody, he's like, is there anybody in here that would call themselves a musician? And this is a class of, you know, a couple hundred people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few people will raise their hands, right? Any, anybody in here a musician? And, and like, if I ask that question to you, you probably have a strong reaction of like, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. And then I was like, okay, are, are there any in here, raise your hand, you know, if you're an artist, if you, you know, you're, you're great at drawing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's crazy is he's like, <laughs> when you were five, and I would have said, if you are you a musician or an artist, everybody would have raised their hands. Oh, They're wow. like, yes, of course I am, right? You yeah. draw things. You're an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I play things. I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. But so many of us were like, well, it has to be a certain level, a certain standard. It has to be compared mm-hmm. to other people. Am I that? Am I not? You almost feel like I can't label myself that because I'm not totally the yeah. best at it or yeah. I'm not, you know. Uh, up to a certain standard when it comes mm-hmm. to that. And when it comes to playing our life, I think a lot of times we would say, well, we're spectators in areas and we're players in very few areas. Even things that we're very competent in, <laughs> we don't play in. Because yeah. we're like, well, I just... Like, I I would say this. Like, I've gotten to a point where if you're like, hey, are you a 
um, like, are you a gig communicator? I'd be like, yeah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I'm a player in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so you're like a motivational speaker? No, 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 no. I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're, you're like a good teacher? No, 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 no. I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're like, you could speak at the Republic campus for once a month? Like, yes, yes, I think I could do that one thing. Like, oh, so wow. you could like communicate really well on a podcast or on a TikTok or on a video on social media? I'm like, no, 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 no. Hmm. I'm not a player there. I'm not, I, like, I'm more of a spectator there. Wow. And it's like, no, if you are that, you are that. Yeah. So be a player. And like, I don't know, that's what I think about spectator and I think a player. And I think even in what I just did, I put a lot of emphasis on being the player. Mm-hmm. But let me ask, is like being a spectator, is that bad? Yeah, not at all. I mean, I think in terms of like the world, we need all kinds of kinds, right? But then I think too, even, you know, in your personal life, and my personal life, there there are seasons and times where I need to be a spectator here. I need to sit back and I need to learn from people who have done this before me that know more than I do. And that happens a lot. Um, You know, even the best leaders and players have to take the time to watch and learn and to be a spectator. And so I think naturally some of just, some of us just are natural spectators, right? Like they'd Mm -hmm. rather sit back and kind of just stay to themselves. And um, I think that's totally okay. But I do think that there is a time and, and, you know, well, this is kind of where we get into that living by default, living by design is life passing me by kind of conversation where, yeah, life is passing you by because you are being such a spectator and, you know, you're not kind of living life to the fullest and designing the life that you want to live. And I think that is kind of when it comes time for us to say like, okay, in this moment, in this season, I, I, I have to kind of take the bull by the horns, right? And I really kind of have to step into that player mode. So definitely think that, you know, there's a, a time and a place for both, but I, I don't necessarily think that being a spectator is bad. And I think, you know, as a society and just like really in the American culture, like we put a ton of emphasis on the players, on the leaders, like on those, you know, that type of personality. Um, but I don't think that like necessarily, you know, players are better than spectators. And I, I think it has to be a both and kind of a balance of both. Yeah. And would you say that you have to be a spectator to then be a player first? Do you have to understand the game to be able to be the player? Totally. Yeah. I mean, if we're thinking like, I'll just, you know, basketball, for example, because that's just like what I have the most um, experience in is (laughs) balling. I wouldn't say basketball, but balling. Oh my gosh. But like one of the the reasons why, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be good at basketball is that I was around it from literally the day that I was born. Like, you know, I had... Um, an older sister that played. I grew up in a basketball town. Like that is just what we did. Mm. Like I watched a ton of basketball. I played a ton of basketball. You had a fair amount of both. Totally. Yeah. If somebody would be like, were you a spectator? You'd say, yeah. And if somebody were like, you were a player, you're like, yeah. Yeah. And had I only played and not watched, I don't think I would have been, you know, I mean, it sounds weird to say, but as good as I was. And both benefit each other. If you would have just watched, you wouldn't, that's good. Totally. Yeah. No, I, I, it's not, it is a both and. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, echo everything that uh, Heather just said, Heather and Marsh just said. I, here's the thing about being a spectator. Uh, Let me change my mic real quick. All right. So here's, here's the thing about being a uh, spectator is it's, it's okay, but staying a spectator, I think is, is that's where the trouble comes Mm -hmm. in there. I think if you're staying too long on the sideline, you're staying too long 
on the side. And then think about what you're doing on the sideline, right? Like I think about like I coach a lot of kids and there's always a kid that's sitting there mm-hmm. criticizing the other people. Like they're, they're sitting and they have their perspective of what's going on or, or people in the stands or whatever. And they're, they're criticizing and you're, you're, you're missing this opportunity instead of getting into the game. And I think that's where people – if you stay there too long, life begins to pass you by. Like yeah. I think about it like a spectator in a game of life. Like there are so many people who are willing to give advice to other people who have not experienced how to live or how to do anything. Yeah. Like me Preach. trying to teach an NFL court or tell an NFL quarterback what to do, what to look at. And I mean, else. I will. It's, I will absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't accomplish anything. And so I think a lot of people sit on the sidelines and and, and they said spectating. There's a there's a place for spectating. I'm not saying that there isn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think of the scripture, faith without works is dead. So like you can stay mm-hmm. on the sideline. You can wait for your opportunity. You could be praying for your opportunity. You could be criticizing other people doing it. Or uh, <laughs> you can <Yeah>. go <laughs> You can go and, and go seize the day. You know, you can go and create something, create that opportunity. We talked about uh, obstacles before. Uh, you can stay on the sideline watching the obstacles, watching other people overcome those obstacles, or you can face the opportunity head on and have the right mindset. So, Yeah, and I always like to think that I can learn from other people's mistakes or dummy tacks, <laughs> but I just got to be honest, I'm a hands-on learner. Yeah. I just am. I hate Some to say it. you have to learn yourself. <laughs> you know, it, it, and when I think about even starting, I, I like what you had to say, Will, because it is... You know, I, I think, yeah, you, you, you don't just live your life being a spectator the whole time. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you become a player. That doesn't yeah. mean you quicken the pace and become a player quicker than you need to be. Or, and some people, you, you may be just more naturally designed to be a player. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about how if that's always good. But, you know, it's like <laughs> when it comes to spectating, think, I think for me, I got to spectate first and then I assess and then I can play. And like there, there's the story about, uh, I don't know if you heard the story about Ferrari and Lambo. Mm-mm. How that was created? No, but I'm excited. Maybe. All right. Well, it's not that good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there's this there's this old guy who um, who made like tractors basically, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of money, so he made um, it, like he he drove a Ferrari. He mm-hmm. drove Ferrari all around, but uh, the, like Ferrari kept having like the same problems with their engine. It was like over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And this dude who builds tractors is like, oh, here's what you need to do. I, I have a similar thing with my tractors that I fixed. Wow. And he went to Ferrari and he said, this is how you fix it. And Ferrari is like, you don't know what you're talking about. So Uh-oh. you know what he did? He created a Lambo. He created a Lambo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's like, I, love he's like I know how. So Lambo, the fix to Ferrari. Not to say that's still the case. Okay, people that watch Formula One wouldn't necessarily say that same thing. <laughs> oh but what I'm saying is like he took, he, he first had to spectate. He's like, let me assess what's going on. Let me be a great spectator Mm -hmm. because being a great spectator actually makes you a great player. Yeah. (laughs) Like being a poor spectator will probably make you a poor player. Mm -hmm. It's like being a, being a, you know, sometimes you think about followers and leaders. Mm -hmm. Being a poor follower will make you a bad leader. Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. But being a great follower, even to a poor leader, Mm. will boost those skills to become a better leader when it comes to that. Uh, just, you know, semantics, different words. Yeah. But I, I am, you know, kind of one of the things I did want to lead into was like, is being a player always good? Because we always see that as like, okay, playing mm-hmm. is good. You're, you're doing it. You're out there. But yeah. is it? Yeah. I mean, in some ways, yes. But I mean, exactly. To, to Just to reiterate, there's a time and a place for both, right? And I think there's been times in my life where I would have really benefited from being a spectator <laughs> and I was a player. 
Um, and that's usually the moments in life that kind of lead me to the most hurt and just the most like regret, honestly. And so, um, you know, sometimes players who or, or people who are naturally inclined to really just like take control of their life, they could benefit from realizing that that maybe they do have something to learn and that maybe they don't have it all figured out. And that's me to a T. Um, because I think I'm kind of naturally, I guess like if I were asking myself this, I think I would say that I'm like naturally a player. Like I like to think that I have control over certain things in my life. And, you know, often what I find out is that I didn't actually have control. What I had was anxiety. Um, (laughs) and you know, while there are decisions that I make and there are ways that I can design my life that ultimately I'm not in control, I'm in charge, but I'm not in control. Like as a Christ follower, um, God is in control of my life. And I fully believe that, but there's so many situations in my life that I look back on and I'm like, well, my actions would not show that I think God is in control of my life. My actions would show that I thought I was in control of my life as, you know, a player. And so, um, you know, when, when being a play, player maybe isn't good, um, that's kind of when I, I fail to just see the, the lack of control and, and, you know, kind of just refuse to realize that maybe I could learn more as a spectator in this moment. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, is being a player always good? No. Uh, four words changed my life from this master. Uh, his name's Kung Fu Kenny. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, uh, sit down, be humble. Oh, okay? yes. Sit down. I, I, I think it's be, be humble, humble, sit be down. Be humble, sit down. You, know, you guys got it. I'm old. He, hey, you know what? When sit he does down, that, he turns into Yoda. Humble. Yeah. He just goes kind of opposite. I think I'm right on this. Someone fact check that. Someone let us know. <laughs> what would you, uh, did he say? I think, yeah. Did he say, but he might have said sit down earlier in his verse and go. you're just, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the card that I'm right on here. So, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, no, I think there's a season. I think there's a season that, uh, yeah, you, you need to sit down. You need to be humble. You need to take that back seat and learn and watch and see what's going on. Uh, not, not every opportunity is for you. Mm. And that's something I had to learn is that, okay, like I'm not every door that is presented is meant for you to walk through. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, that door probably needed to stay locked. Like I think about all the relationships that I had, the opportunities that I had there. I'm like, okay, that's not a great opportunity. That's an opportunity for destruction. That's not really great. (laughs) You have no idea how many things I say no to. We were talking about about players earlier. So that's what it is. Uh, But no, so yeah, not every opportunity is for you. So you just got to, we, have to get to the moment and to the point in our lives to be able to identify, okay, is this something I need to be involved in? Is this something I need to strap up the cleats and, and get involved and play in? Or is this a time where I need to sit down and I need to learn? I need to pray. I need to assess the situation before Mm -hmm. I, uh, before I go out there so I can make the best decision for, I I think about like for me and my family. So like, I I can't just jump in and be the player anymore. I I need to like, Oh, that house looks nice. I'm going to go and buy it well okay there's some things that uh that come into play in this situation or you know chase down every single opportunity because there's uh people relying on me to make the right one to 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 pursue the best opportunity so uh that's when you know i sit back i'm a spectator i get wise counsel i sit there and i talk to other people who have may have gone before me and i watch how they live their life like great fathers great teachers great communicators i watch them and just stay ready for the next opportunity yeah, and when I think about the best athletes, you know, a common thing that's said is they're a student of the game. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. best student, they're just the best student. You can't be a teacher without being a student. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, and what that takes to be a good student, humility, teachability. Like, yeah. those are all key things. And, like, 
one of these words that always sticks out to me, like when we talk about like being a player is like that word audacity. Mm. Like I love it. And like, here's the deal. Like (laughs) I really think it's like kind of like a superpower a little Mm. bit where it's like, if you use it too much, it can be a bad thing. Totally. Uh, If you use it the right amount, it can be something that's super powerful and good. And audacity has two different meanings. The willingness to take bold risks, which is great. Willingness to take bold risks Mm -hmm. or to be rude or disrespectful Mm. in your behavior. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay. Because like so many times we see somebody that gets a mic and they're on stage. I mean, I think about some celebrity pastors recently um, (laughs) that you're like, what gave you the audacity to talk about those things? Mm -hmm. When you sitting here, you're blatantly lying. You're blatantly leading people to something that you've never done. You're blatantly like, what? who gave you the right? Pride. Like, are you kidding? (laughs) And and it's, I get worked up to think about it. And I'm like, who gave, like that audacity. But then in the same sentence, I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to wear this jacket because I think people are going to make fun of me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, audacity. The appropriate amount is something that like allows you to take risks and be bold and make moves to be a player. Mm. The wrong amount, um, like it, it can be used for bad, Wow. right? And so, you know, there's that verse in, in Mark, and I, I like this because as followers of Christ, we're actually like called to take risks. Like we, we aren't the leader, <laughs> but... Um, you know, uh, like God is, but it does say uh, in there, it says like, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mm. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and for the gospels will save it. Um, You know, in designing your life as a leader, as a player, as a, you know, somebody that, 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 like, you do have to have audacity um, but you have to think like, what are you leveraging that audacity for? Are you leveraging it for yeah, God? Good. Are you leveraging it for something better? Are you leveraging it for the team? Are you leveraging it for, or is it for yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, you know, that, that sometimes is what makes it, okay, it's not a great superpower when you leverage it for yourself. That's not yeah. a superpower. That's only helping you. Mm-hmm. It's not helping your team. It's not helping anybody else. I think about Tyreek going to the Dolphins. I'm like, bro, you're only in it for the money. I don't get, don't get me started. Hold me oh, back. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> hold me back. Hold me back. You want to ring, win rings? You stay with Mahomes, okay? But <clears throat> all that to say, I'm like, hey, think think about like th- those are important things to think about. Uh, you know, when you roll through that. But wh- one of my last questions I, I want to land on this is like, how do you move from one to the other? There's mm-hmm. some people that are spectators. And they're like, okay, I like, I, I think, I think this is an opportunity to hop in the game. Yeah. And there are other people who are in the game that are like, you talk about that student part, should have taken that a little bit more seriously. <laughs> totally. yeah. uh, like, what can we practically do to, you know, switch roles there? Yeah. Well, I think the first step, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but is just creating the space and the time to actually check in with yourself mm-hmm. and to kind of do that audit and say like is this the life that I want to live? Like, is this, am I designing this life or is this life just kind of happening? Am I letting things happen to me? Am I proactive or reactive? Um, is this, you know, the life that I want to live? You know, is there something about it that, that I would change? And then if there is, um, this is going to be groundbreaking, change it. (laughs) Like, I mean, seriously, it's like, get around the right people, you know, ask yourself as a spectator, like, am I watching and learning from the right people? You will know. And if you're following someone, they are leading you somewhere. 
And I think that's very important to, to realize and just asking yourself, like, is where this person is leading me or these people or this group of people, is this where I want to go? And when you've gathered all of the information that you need and, and you can, again, create that space and, you know, ask yourself, like, am I ready to be a player in this moment? Then have the audacity to do it. I love that you brought that up and, and took that angle because it does take courage and vulnerability and audacity to create the life that you want to live. But again, we have such an opportunity as young adults, like you will never have more time than you have right now. You will never have more resources, more access. And again, we'd just be so foolish to, to pass that up. Yeah. Wow. No, you said a lot. A lot of good things. A lot of good things. I'm over here just. I'm I'm processing. No, I'm processing. No, I think you're, I think you're right. Well, I know you're right. Cause you are who you are, but I, I think oh the, because uh, I want to be like you when I grow up. Exactly. So that's why yeah. that leads me into my thing that I was going to say vision. <laughs> no, I think you got to have, I think you got I think you have to have a vision and I think you have to see that it is so like, okay. So if you're wanting to go from spectator to player, it starts with having a vision of what is possible. Mm-hmm. I think if you can see, so I'm thinking of like, you know, uh, I don't know, sitting on the sidelines and you're, you're, if you have a loser mindset, if you don't think that it's possible for you to go out there and score and to win and to do it, I think you got to have that vision for your life of like, mm-hmm. what, what do I want this life to look like? Wow. And then go do it. Like it, it's nothing is more, uh, I guess, addicting than scoring. Like when you get, I'll ask like Heather as as the the resident baller here. uh, You know, once you score, we didn't didn't keep scoring marching band. It's really hard to equate that. Maybe that right note. I don't know. But but when you you do score and when you do succeed, you want to chase after it. You want to do it again. And I I love what you said about your your speaking because I I would love for you to talk more about like how you uh, put yourself. Because I remember there was a time when you were like, you didn't think of yourself as that speaker Mm -hmm. and so I would love for you to if you I don't know what you were planning on doing talking about right (laughs) here but I want you to change it and talk about that but no I think no and and so the repetition that you do have in that begins to change your identity of like okay I'm not just a spectator like I I can do this I can I can accomplish this and then from player to spectator you know same thing have that vision and then find somebody in your life that's doing it Mm -hmm. and 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 chase after that but how did you do that like was as a speaker. Yeah, and again, I'm somebody who has a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of weight around things that mm-hmm. aren't, you know, I have weight around them because I think they're important mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yep. I care about them. So I want to be good at it. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing for me was realizing that it didn't have to have that much pressure. Like when I think of a professional athlete, I'm like, how did they get there? Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of times they're started and they play special teams. And then, that, then they get put in for a couple snaps mm-hmm. and then they get like, they'll, you know, basketball, you'll play five minutes at a time. Come out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're watching the starter. You're watching the mm-hmm. starter. You're ready to get in there, ready to get, you're ready at any time. You got your game jersey on. You're ready to pop in, pop in for five minutes, mm-hmm. pop, pop in when you're already winning, mm-hmm. pop in when, you know, and when I think about speaking, I'm like, okay, I think a lot of us, we are like, okay, I don't want to move from a spectator to player because I have to score goals because yeah. I have to make sure that I can make a huge contribution to the wow. team to make it win. And it's like, no, nah, all you got to do is go in for a couple minutes. Totally. Yeah. Now you're a player. 
Hmm. And I think we don't see that as being a player, but it is. And you're a pivotal part of that team because imagine a team playing with, you know, if you're in baseball, imagine a team playing with eight players instead of nine. There's a huge gap that's going on. Same thing with basketball, playing with four players instead of five. Are you kidding me? A huge gap. Um, And when it came for me and speaking, I was like, okay, how do I get there? Mm -hmm. Right. We, We like when we even started a ministry, um, I knew a lot of people probably wouldn't come out to hear me speak. <laughs> I wouldn't come out to hear me speak. And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot of, that would be a lot of stress. Yeah. I wouldn't do a lot of things well if I did that. We literally played videos. And yeah. what I did is I was like, okay, we are going to challenge ourselves in this because it's something we want to be better at and we, we think it's important. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, let's, we're going to spend five minutes wrapping up the message. And that's going to be from us. That's going to be live, wow. right? We're going to, okay. Now when you do that, you start leading some leader meetings that are, you know, 15 minutes long. Okay. 15 minutes of content. It's the most I've ever written, right? You, you know, you're kind of, mm-hmm. you're walking through that. You're leading a team. You're seeing what you like, seeing what you don't like. You're, you're playing at that point, mm-hmm. but you're like, no, 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 but I'm not playing. I'm not speaking on stage, <laughs> you know, but, but you are, yeah. you just yeah. tricked yourself. You're, you're playing for 15 minutes. You're getting yeah. in the game. My gosh. And then you play for five over here, 15 over here, five over here, 15 over here. And then you get an opportunity. Okay. 30 minute message. Oh, wow. Okay. And now you're playing for 30 minutes and you're, you feel like you kind of carried the load that day, right? Mm-hmm. It, like it's all those things of just quit putting so much pressure on you. There's That's a so thing good. actually that um, it's called the five minute rule. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically, it yeah, yeah, for everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> Since you already know, I want to say, no, for everybody else, it's one of those things where I, I have a lot of things where it's like, I don't even want to start if I know that it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, one of the things you do that tricks yourself into is just like, okay, I'm only going to work on it for five minutes. Mm. You'll find that you'll work on it way longer than that. But, mm-hmm. like, for me, starting a message, oh, what do I want to talk about? Blah, blah. Well, I don't even really have the time to sit down to actually blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I just work, like, I have to trick myself and be like, I'm only going to work on it for five minutes. And then I come out with like so much stuff. And now, now I'm jazzed. Now right. I'm like, oh, I see a direction. I see where this thing could go and what it could do. And now I have all this stuff. I just got in the game for five minutes. That's it. Wow. That's all you got to do. Get in the game for five minutes and then you'll taste it. You'll mm-hmm. know a direction to move. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll start being, okay, I, you know what? Actually, I do have the skills to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, and now you're, and there's camaraderie with it. Yeah. You're not just, you're not just a spectator. And that's what we have to understand. You're not just a player. Mm-hmm. Good players come out. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> and good mm-hmm. players don't let their coaches pull them out. Good players hop out because mm-hmm. they're yeah. going to do damage to their team if they don't. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just understanding that in life that there is a balance of both and both are okay. Both are good, but both can be bad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that as messy as life? Totally. Oh, where it's just like everything is gray and nothing makes sense and yeah. there aren't sharp corners. And that's what makes it great because mm-hmm. it's mm. not like everything else. I love that you said that and I didn't like write this down in my notes or anything, but as you were talking about that, it just made me think of like, so often we do this in life, especially as young adults, is we think if we're going to start something or if we're going to do something, it has to be the best that there is. Yeah. We have to be the best person that ever did it. And that is so paralyzing and so crippling. And I think of the best teams that I ever played on. It wasn't that we had one all-star or two all-stars. It's that what is we the had point, team? Three all-stars. Totally, totally. This mm, is an two, outlier two for half, sure. The half. exception, not the rule. <laughs> but the best teams that I that I was ever on, it wasn't that we had one or two all-star players, is that we could go deep into our bench, right? Oh, we so had true. eight, nine, ten. We yep. had so many role players that knew that. Their job wasn't to come in and score 
score 20 points a game. Their job was to come in and get a really big stop when we needed it, to give up a foul. Momentum shifter. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so many of us, myself included, we think that we have to be the star player. If I'm going to start this blog, it has to be the biggest blog that there mm-hmm. ever was. When it's yeah. like, really, if only one person read that blog, but it changed their life, would it matter just as much to you? Wow. Yeah. And that's such a gut check. And back to what you're talking about, John, is like, am I doing this for, for more of others or am I doing this for more of me? And I think that's such an important and again, a mark of maturity to be able to say that, you know, I'm passionate about this. I might not be the best person that ever did it. If I'm number two to Nike, I'm still doing a good job, right? <laughs> I like, take that a hundred times out of a hundred times. A hundred percent. And so I think even a, a further question is, you know, not, am I a spectator or am I a player? If I'm a player, what type of player am I? Am I a role player here? Am I the star player here? And I think that it is okay to not always be the star player. And I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself on that one. <laughs> well, I think it's not too late for you to go get your five minutes either. So uh, like one of the things that I said, or one of the things that you said that really stuck out to me, because that was a legit question. I, I, I was just like, yeah. I'm fascinated by that because you're one of the better communicators that I've met. Totally. Uh, and it's, it's true. It's, it's, it's so true, man. I, I'll, no cap, no cap. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. But you really are. And so when I think about there was a time where, you weren't or you didn't see that in yourself and you didn't communicate. And I'm like, man, like if you just would have stayed a spectator, Mm -hmm. how many lives would have been missed out on and wouldn't been able to hear the words that you were able to say. And so, but so, so so there's people out there right now who are sitting on their gift, sitting on their potential five minutes or the opportunity to get better. Like, Go go start today. Go okay. go go make that. If you have a dream of writing a book, go start with a with a uh, an Instagram post. Or go start with a Facebook post. Go yes. start with you know start with just a paragraph totally. a day or something like that. Like do whatever it is. Go get your five minutes now, and then as it begins to grow, as you begin to begin to get better, and you begin to watch people. Uh, your time is going to increase. You're going to be able to, okay, you got five here. Okay, I got 10 here. Oh, wow, I got, oh, man, I got five pages right here. You're going to get so excited about it, you're going to forget your plan. You forget, you'll forget all, and you're (laughs) just having fun. And now it's your identity. Now Mm -hmm. it's because, you know, James Clear, Atomic Habits, whatever, you guys know the book. Uh, But it it talks about just compounding that habit. And the more and more you do it, the more and more your identity changes. So Mm -hmm. now it's not, I'm not trying to accomplish something. I'm living my life. This is just who I am at this point. It's not about spectating and playing. Real People yeah. wouldn't call it that. They just call it life. Yeah. It's called life. Yeah. Uh, That's it. It's good. So good. All right. You got five minutes right after this podcast. <laughs> five minutes. Set a timer. Come on. Use it wisely. Just get it going. Just Go get it going. And see where it goes. Don't have an mm-hmm. expectation, but um, just start. Five mm-hmm. minutes. Uh, again, even if uh, if we can help you create that five minutes, what is the point at northpointchurch.tv? We'd love to provide some practical handles, some resources to be able to help you do what you do because you are going to make an impact. You are going to uh, touch lives in ways that we can't. Mm-hmm. So go do it. People are waiting Let's on multiply. you to do it. People are waiting on you to They're do it. They're waiting on you. They're waiting on A life could be changed by your five minutes. Come on. <laughs> See you next week. Next See week. See you guys.